The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Jess Betancourt, host of DNA ID, and I want to tell you about a brand new true crime podcast from this network. It's called Citizen Detective. If you're an armchair detective or a web sleuth, I really think you're going to enjoy this new show. Best of all, episode one is out right now. I'd like to invite you to listen to the following sneak peek of Citizen Detective. And after you're done listening, go over and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player or app and check out episode one. Enjoy this preview and I'll see you back here soon. Do you obsess over unsolved cold cases? Do you go down endless rabbit holes on online forums searching for answers? Are countless hours of your life spent digging through all of the available materials for your pet case convinced that you can solve it? If you are a citizen detective, we need your help. I'm Mike Morford. Many of you may know me as Morph. I host or coast a variety of true crime podcasts, including Criminology, The Murder of My Family, Zodiac Speaking, and Missing Persons. And I'm Nana Cates, host of Incel. We're excited to tell you about Citizen Detective, our new podcast featuring cold case analyst Dr. Lee Miller. That's me, a.k.a. Dr. Murder. I'm a published author, host of the podcast Murder Was the Case, and trained in crime scene and behavioral analysis under some of the best in the world. We want to invite you to listen to our new podcast, Citizen Detective. Citizen Detective dives into mysterious and unsolved cases, and we're calling on our listeners to put their detective hats on and join us live as we sort through the clues in an effort to solve cases. You'll get to share your theories and ideas with us, and as a team, perhaps we can connect the dots and solve some mysteries. We'll be recording our first episode live alongside our Citizen Detectives on Tuesday, June 14th, 2022, and releasing the episode on Saturday, June 18th. If you want to help solve real cases as one of our Citizen Detectives, give us a follow on social media to learn how you can join us live as we tackle some of these mysteries together. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at CitizenDPod, or look up Citizen Detective Podcast on Facebook to like the page and join the group. Finally, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Citizen Detective Podcast. Do you have what it takes to help solve an unsolved case? Find out on Citizen Detective. Hey everyone, it's Doc Lee, and I have some special guests and friends here and a special announcement. You know Mike Morford, he's been on the show before. We're talking about the Zodiac Killer a lot, and also Nama Cates from Incel, I think one of the most daring and trailblazing podcasts out there. Welcome to Murder Was the Case, both of you. Hey, Lee. Hello, Lee. Glad to be here. Yeah, good to finally have you on. Maybe one day we'll talk about some Incel stuff. But today, we're going to speak about a project that the three of us have going together, Citizen Detective. And Morph and I have been working on this really since about 2020. 21 and nama joined this year and we've been running drills for months and months to get this right and how did you guys feel about last time i felt like yeah that's it i'm impressed i'm impressed with the team activity everybody's got their role and their 
part and they all have been doing it well and i'm excited to see what it looks like yeah i thought last time was when it all clicked and gelled and everything came together and i too am impressed with how professional this endeavor is there's a researcher and a writer and an engineer and there's hosts and there's a criminologist and i'm used to working with just like myself and whatever I can scrape together that week. So this is awesome. Yeah, isn't it? I know that feeling. It's such a lonely thing, podcasting, even when you're speaking with people all the time. we got a six-person crew, so there's the three of us hosting. And then Alex Ralph, who you guys know from my podcast, does uh, research and does the murder and noir stuff. Alex is going to be the, well, she is the researcher and writer. And then we have Ashley Monroe. She's vetting all of the voicemail calls that we're getting in. I guess we should get to what all this is. And then Drew Gray, who's also been on my show, one part of the Gray brothers, the filmmakers, he's going to be doing all the technical stuff. So I guess we should talk about what the show is and why we need to do drills for it. So more citizen detective, what are we doing? I guess in a nutshell, we are sort of roundtabling a discussion about an unsolved mystery and talking amongst ourselves, getting your professionally trained input back. But the exciting part, what I think is really exciting is that we are teaming up with the citizen detectives out there and bringing them into the conversation and letting them be part of the recording because we're recording it live. It's really interesting. It's live without a net. We make news during the uh, recording. They're there uh, and the people will hear it. It's real and it's raw, but I'm excited to interact with a lot of the citizen detectives and see what they say about the cases we're talking about. Okay, so people keep hearing that term citizen detective. What is it? It's someone at home that they're not a trained police officer. They're not a detective, but they spend a lot of time doing detective type stuff on their pet cases or cases that catch your attention. And I think all of us to some level have spent hours going down rabbit holes, filing Freedom of Information Act requests on stuff, uh, studying stuff, researching it just to put our own podcast out. We've all done some of that, but a lot of these people are very steadfast into their pet cases and cases that interest them. And they spend a lot of time delving in, looking for the truth and trying to find answers. And so that's why we're going to be streaming live And that's why we're doing the rehearsals, because believe it or not, live streaming a podcast is pretty challenging. You can't make too many mistakes. You don't uh, get to fix everything in post. The reason being is we want to interact with you, the citizen detectives, in live time. So you can leave comments. It's going to be on YouTube, Twitch, a few other things. And so you can comment on those various mediums. And if we like your comment, we think it's interesting or it's a good question, insightful, we'll put it up. Drew and Ashley make those decisions. And you can even call in and leave us a voice message. So you go to speakpipe.com slash citizen detective, and you can leave us a 90 second voicemail message subject to the same rules. I mean, if it's insightful, if it's a good question, if it's a good point, then it will likely make it onto the show. So we'll be playing it live. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty original in a way for people to be part of the process as we're doing it live. So the format of the show is essentially Nama, you and Morph are doing about 30 minutes of narrative on any given case, whether it's a murder, double murder, missing persons, strange death, right? So that's the more formal part about it. And I guess that's where a lot of the drilling has come in. It turns out that sometimes 
freewheeling it is easier than going off the script. I personally think going off a script is easier. <laughs> Just in my experience with my podcast, I write all my narrations, you know, the intros and outros that I speak to the audience. And there were times that I tried doing it without writing it and it didn't work very well. <laughs> so I think everyone's different. Mm. But what works really well in this case is that there's the formal structured part where we present whatever we have on a case. And that's scene of the crime, witnesses, evidence, whatever is relevant to the case that we can sort of fit in that's pertinent. We present that to our audience. And then we have these other sections that you'll probably want to talk about. But I think part of what's cool about doing it this way and what's so original about this concept is that live streaming, anything live, I feel like is a little bit more exciting for an audience. And there's a little bit more of an impulse to like check in when it's going on now. And you feel like you're actually going to a physical place. So yes. everyone coming together and not just listening to something on their own time where they can go and have their own thoughts and stay up all night and do their own work on it. But you're together with everyone, the energy of that, of everyone putting their brains together literally at the same time, I think could lead to something really interesting. And I think crowdsourcing work like this and ideas I think we're very much on the pulse to do this now, not to sound too grandiose, but I think that that's something that people can do now. And citizen detective communities have actually contributed to cases recently. When you put everyone's heads together, then you don't know what will happen. It's like we're building a digital detective agency and you can yeah. all be part of it. That's what we're trying to do. And so, yeah, after Morph and Nama kind of give you the facts, the who, what, where, when, then it kind of gets to me. I come in, do some analysis for about 10 minutes. A lot of the why, the motives, what do I see? How would we go about interpreting this, investigating it? Then Morph and Nama are going to come back with some of their ideas about that. We'll have a little back and forth. Then we bring on some guests. We're going to have at least two guests per show. Hopefully someone to represent the friends or families of the victims, but also we'll have on a professional, whether it's law enforcement or a geographic profiler or a toxicologist to provide more kind of like expert beyond my capabilities. And we'll pick that person depending on the case. And then after that, we go to your comments and your voicemails that you've left through speakpipe.com slash citizen detective. And then we kind of wrap up. After that, we're doing something called the scrum, which is kind of an overtime. It's like after hours. And so I've taken on the task of I'm always going to be there for the scrum for at least half an hour. And Nama and Morph, who have much more busy, responsible lives, you hopefully will be there half the time, most of the time. Depends how much caffeine I have and uh, <laughs> how I can function. I will when I can, which is hopefully most of the time. Yeah, And I think we should point out to listeners that this is a every other week podcast that we meet up every two weeks and it's at 9 p.m. Eastern is when we'll record it. Typically on Tuesdays. Yeah, for now. And if we get a lot of patron support, maybe we can bump that up to once a week or twice a week or every day. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> You're really, uh, really going for the, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess one way to get started on that would be to give them the Patreon address. So you'd go to patreon.com slash citizen detective. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash citizen detective podcast. And on Instagram and Twitter, it's the same handle at citizen D pod. 
So one more time, patreon.com slash citizen detective, facebook.com slash citizen detective podcast, and Instagram and Twitter are both at citizen D pod. If you want to leave a voicemail for us on SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash citizen detective. So I guess right now we don't have all the channels that it's going out to, right? We, we have a YouTube channel, but we're also going to be going, I think, to Facebook and Twitch. The best way to find out where we're going to be and how things are moving along is probably to follow us on social media. And those developments are going to be coming pretty rapidly. Yeah, definitely stay in touch with us on social media and we'll put out announcements. Our first recording session is what June 14th at 9 p.m. Eastern. So yes. that's where people will want to be. They'll want to know ahead of that so they can figure out where the best place is to be part of it. And if you are a family member or somebody who is a friend of a victim of an unsolved crime, particularly a violent crime, and you would like to get involved and talk to us about potentially being on the show and featuring that case, please do approach us. We are always just looking for more content and people to interact with. And it's all about creating awareness because creating awareness is going to be what solves these crimes. Hopefully being able to mobilize the citizen detective community and point some of you in a way where we can maximize how we can be productive in solving these crimes. So that's where, you know, some of the analysis and tips are going to be useful. Like in real time, we might come up with, you know, it would be good to focus on this. Look here, like more if you've done a lot of stuff with Zodiac, right? I guess a lot of people have probably wasted their time in different little avenues of Zodiac. Would you think it would be helpful to have someone who kind of focuses the attention of more people in particular directions? Yeah. Anytime you bring a group of people together with a different bunch of backgrounds and skills and world experiences, and you look at a case, everybody's bound to see something different. I don't think people are going to take in the case the exact same way, which is really fascinating to me. Someone is always going to think of something maybe a little different than the person next to them based on their background, their experience. And I think for detectives, we should point out too, that have a cold case that they're stuck on and you want to think outside the box, you want to shake a case up and get some attention for it and maybe have people with different eyes looking at it. Come on the show, bring us a case because if you're open to that and, and thinking outside the box, we might be able to help you look at a case a little bit differently. Maybe someone comes up with a theory or an idea that hasn't been tried yet, and it might be the difference in what makes the movement on the case. So that's the most fascinating part about this whole thing in my eyes. It's just that proud solving capability of just looking at a case from different backgrounds, different eyes, and seeing something that might make the difference in solving. The DDA. Digital Detective Agency. I like it. It's got a nice ring to it. So do you think we should talk about some of the cases that we're going to cover or should we leave it as a surprise? We have a good selection of cases picked yeah. out. Whether we go into them now or not, I think people will find them interesting and not, it won't be the same kind of case. Like, oh, we just heard this on the last episode. It's the same mm -hmm. exact kind of case. I think there's a good mix and it'll stay fresh for the listeners. What do you guys think? Yes. I think that's yeah. a good way of doing it because who knows, there's a lot of time between now and August when we have some of these cases scheduled, but we do have double homicides. We have some sexual homicides, missing persons, strange deaths. So we're curating it so that you don't get the same thing every week. 
And I believe right now the cold cases or unsolved cases that we're looking at go as far back as the 1920s, though typically they're going to be much more recent. Yeah, I think everyone will find something that intrigues them, or maybe, who knows, maybe it's a case they've already been interested in, and they're really going to be excited to be part of diving into the case. Yeah, I think the way that we present them to is unique and kind of an asset in a way, because normally when you consume true crime content, as we all do, whether it's in the form of a podcast or TV show or documentary or whatever the case may be, it's just presented in a narrative way. So it's about the story. And we do that too, but we also present it like one would, at least if we were working with law enforcement. So we present the tangible details that people can actually come together and try to focus in on. We have a group that might want to take some time investigating one angle, and we have a section about that. And Alex has done such a great job putting everything together. I was just really excited by this idea when I first heard about it. And when we started to do the drills, which have been about the Zodiac, and there have been a lot of details that have come up just from those drills that I didn't know about. And I think if we have that level of detail and thoroughness on every case that we do, I really think that we will be able to make some headway with some of these cases. Yeah, that's the plan. It's not just a show. Hopefully, if we can be instrumental in some way in even getting one case solved or getting it halfway to solved or getting it closer, that's kind of the bigger goal. Besides, obviously, it's edutainment. There's that part too, but it's not just that. We could all do that separately on our podcast, but we're really trying to crime stoppers for the 21st century in a way, right? You have to evolve, I think, as technology evolved, thinking back to those old Google clubs that you could sort of join back when the internet first came out and there you'd find one on the Zodiac or Unsolved Mysteries or something like that. And you're like, oh, wow, there's people out there that are actually interested in talking about this kind of stuff. And so am I. And I think we've come so far now to where we can do this in real time, live, these get togethers to talk about this kind of stuff. And I think you're right. Can we solve every case we talk about? No. Is there a chance we could? Could we bring something to the surface that maybe holds a key to solving the case? Sure. But at the very least, These are all unsolved cases, so we can publicize them and get the word out that these cases are not solved, and maybe it lands in front of the right set of ears, and someone out there listening has the key piece of information that can solve the case. So at the very least, we're going to shed some light on these cases and spread the word about them, and fingers crossed, maybe we can try to help solve some of them. And so the first episode will be Tuesday, June 14th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Once again to support us on Patreon, to join basically the DDA. It's patreon.com slash citizen detective. If you want to follow us on social media, facebook.com slash citizen detective podcast and at citizen D pod on Instagram and Twitter. So just keep your eyes on those. And then you, you don't have to write the date down. We're going to be sending you plenty of reminders. And if you do want to leave us a message about any case, speakpipe.com slash citizen detective morph and Nama. Thank you so much for coming on the show to help me spread the word about this. And I'm really excited. I thought I was going to be nervous, but after last drill, I'm, I'm really excited for June the 14th.
Yeah, me too. I'm not going to say it hasn't been some work. It's been a little bit of work. It's been a commitment on everyone's part, but we're excited about what the finished product's going to look like. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Well, I'll see you guys tonight when we go through our first recording. We'll see how that turns out. This is just for internal circulation. So have a good day, guys. And thanks for coming on Murder Was a Case.